Hi everybody, Gabe here. In editing this, I realized I didn't give Ed the proper introduction he deserved, so I'm taking this as my chance to do so. Ed has doubled for Chucky three times, worked with Mel Brooks on Spaceballs, and the Coen Brothers on Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Most notably, especially for us here on the show, he played Howard the Duck. Herein, we talked to him all about what it was like behind the scenes on Howard, and got into what life in Hollywood is like in general. Without further ado, here's our interview with Ed Gale. I get, you just tell me what to do. I'm an actor. You just, I only do what I'm told. I don't think myself. <laughs> All right, well, yeah, no, we just want to ask you some questions. Okay, well, I only have one rule. Mm-hmm. You have to ask me something I've never been asked before. That is my, it has to be all new questions. I can't all new questions. Me. All right, all right. Yeah. Can't make any promises. No, I'm fine. We'll do what we can. Right. I have no filter, and um, I'm talking to under 18-year-olds, so I have to be very careful. So oh, I'm do not worry. Our program is not <laughs> it's not for little ears. I mean, we did watch Howard the Duck, we so did, I think we're good. We, we've had to describe some weird things in the past couple of hours. <laughs> There, there was some interesting things. There, yeah, there's, there's a... yeah, and I want, and I want to get to that as soon as you get to it. Oh, we want to get to that. <laughs> Believe me, we have some awesome-based questions. And I will berate you like I have everyone else because if you ask me what I think you're gonna ask me, you never saw the movie. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, first off, we just want, we just want to start with some some softball questions before we get into the good right. <laughs> all of the questions with my clothes on okay <laughs> <laughs> then we'll get to the comedy but uh okay so what was the atmosphere like on the set you guys first of all you have to understand um how was the duck was my very first anything my very first audition didn't know what the hell audition was my very first um rejection my very first callback because they well we might consider you you know for the stunt double uh, we might against it, so I came back. No, still not liking it. So, you know what? That went back and forth, back and forth, and eventually I got the job. So, you know, it, it, I, I'm in the frame of mind with you here right now that, you know, put myself in the, in the mind that I was in when I was doing Howard the Duck. What was the atmosphere like? I never had anything to compare it to. Now that I have other, you know, other films and shows, it was extremely, um, Willard was an extremely intense director mm. and yell and scream and yell and scream and then i noticed that happened you know in a lot of films but i think there's some school that everybody goes to and you must tell everybody you know that you're an asshole you must tell everybody you know <laughs> you're stupid and get out of my way and I, they train for this so it was a very volatile atmosphere except you know with people like leah thompson and you know jeffrey jones and tim robbins on board you know just kept the mood light but it was very intense because you have to understand the most expensive movie made uh, before Howard was the third Star Wars, uh, the, 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 the episode six at twenty two million dollars. And that was in the 70s. You know, I mean, that's a lot of money. And they gave Howard twenty eight million to start and 10 week shoot schedule. We shot for 10 months at fifty one million dollars. 51. Yeah, so once you, the day that you go over budget and over script and over time, it gets tense. But again, it was it was all of the above. You know, great, happy, angry, mad, you know, sad, whatever, whatever you know, just a lot of it was the atmosphere was very um, plus it was a George Lucas film. You know, everybody wants to say it was a Marvel film. Marvel had nothing to do with it. Uh, people are saying like, oh my god, you know, you were in the first you know, live-action Marvel film. It's, you know, Lucas and Universal Studios. Well, George Lucas on the set. You know, Leah Thompson. And you have, um, I think, Tim Robbins. No, he'd shot Top Gun. I don't think it opened. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think so. But anyway, a lot of great people. I imagine it'd be pretty claustrophobic inside that suit. What, what was it like being Howard? Very, um, I chose the right profession. <laughs> I'm, I'm not claustrophobic uh, well on the one hand I'm not claustrophobic and on the other hand I would probably die if you stuffed me in a locker or stuffed me in a which which um, I don't think happened when I was in school you know the kids picked on me for other reasons you know not being you know stuffed in a locker I think that was just too easy <laughs> you know <laughs> I was like nah let's find something else let's put me on top of the lockers there you go 
But uh, I'm not class. Did people I, wait? Did people <laughs> actually do that to you? Did you ever go to school? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Yeah. Okay. I mean, did you go to, did you go to public school? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You never were picked on. No, I was. I've been picked on. Uh, yeah. Strenuously. <laughs> Yeah, all right, that's fair. I'm, I'm, a, I'm I don't know, easy target. <laughs> I don't fight that. Yeah, I don't know. You know, like, laugh, laugh like me. What do you mean, three foot tall? Hello? All the kids kept growing, and I had the blessing, though. I just had a lot of blessings in my life. And um, I don't know if I should use the word blessing, because I'm an atheist, but I don't know what other word to use. I went to the same school, kindergarten through graduation. And back then, you only graduated once, high school. Now you graduate every six weeks. And, <laughs> you know, I don't know what all this is all about, but I think it makes your senior graduation less climactic, you know? Yeah. But anyway, I was very fortunate. My family didn't move. And um, so I got to go to the same school. So as we grew up together, you know, we grew up and they picking on whatever got old. And it was like, yeah, that's it, you know? Wait yeah. for the new kid to move in. Wait for the, the, the kid with big ears and <laughs> acne and glasses and uh, turns out to be bill gates so, you know <laughs> you just describe me <laughs> am i is that you yeah it kind of is uh what's the guy's name who created um family guy seth seth mcfarland family looks like seth a lot when you <laughs> smile right there when you smile yeah it'll just like him and gabe you yeah you could be the next bill gates i see that i don't know if i got the brain for that <laughs> but Okay the, next Jeffrey, okay, the next Jeffrey Dahmer, whatever. <laughs> I heard that yesterday. Wait, <laughs> so I, how? It's the hair and the glasses. You don't look like you don't look like Jeffrey Dahmer. I'm just trying to make it opposite of famous. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer's pretty famous. Oh, here's a here's a little one. So at the end of the movie, Howard the Duck plays the guitar, and I think I re- I saw an interview where you said you still have that guitar. Never had it. Really. No. I had, um, what they did is they made, um, it looked like a Gibson Flying V, again, back then, I don't know music, but, and it was quite famous, you know, the Flying V made by Gibson, and um, they made me one for rehearsal, and I kept that, it's, I may not have it now, but I had, yeah, I just saw it when we were moving, yeah, I still have it, (laughs) not not the red one, no. I believe the red one is in, um, oh, that Planet Hollywood or the other one? They were competing. Who were they? Those two restaurants. There's a big guitar outside. Yeah, that's a, it's a little question and a huge question. No, I don't have the guitar, and it took us over two weeks to film that. Oh, really? Over and over and over. Yeah. Oy. I I have a story about that song. <laughs> oh, tell me. Uh, uh, I think our listeners know that once my one summer and like two years ago, my friend and I blasted that song in a Wendy's and danced to it uh, <laughs> in front of everybody. I don't remember why. It was one of those stupid things. But yeah, we did the Howard the Duck song at the end. So <laughs> That's funny. My husband has that for his ringtone. Really? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's going to be my new ringtone. <laughs> right. And then at Halloween, he has the, the, the Chuck you want to play. Nice. And oh, he used to have his mother. His mother was uh, the theme for Psycho. Oh, that's that's great. The boy's the best friend. Jane, Jane, Jane. Yeah. He was like, "Don't answer that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's some great music in that. Leah has a really good voice. Like well, I know, you know that, that, really that you know, being produced by Thomas Dolby. Yeah. And you know, it's really funny. A little side note. You know, Leah Thompson you know, pursuing acting, mm-hmm. and she did okay, I think. You think? You agree? Oh, I love her. Yeah. She did a couple of no- notable things, I think. Back to the Future. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. That one. Yeah. That one. And every freaking TV show. She had a bunch of TV shows. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, and if you rem- if you remember Holly Robinson, who is now Holly Robinson Pete, because she married a famous. Oh, I want to say football, but I I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> Neither do we. That's yeah. why we talk about Howard the Duck. <laughs> but, but um. Holly Robinson was going for a singing career. Mm. And she obviously exploded on the acting. And Leah was going for acting and the big film she was singing. It was the opposite. <laughs> oh, okay. So here's here's one I think people are curious about. So Howard the Duck has made some reappearances in some later films. 
what do you think about the new Howard the Duck? Oh, it 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 would have to be because Disney paid uh, four billion dollars in cash for mm. Marvel for all of their. I understand they bought all their characters. Yeah. And Howard the Duck was not Howard the Duck the movie was not a again was not a Marvel situation. Yeah. Um, and then Disney bought Lucas. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Oh, I never a, thought about that. I can't believe I four, Yeah. It's weird. Right? God. For See, another, this, another four, four billion. So the magic number seems to be four billion now. So whoever wants to resurrect, you know, how the duck has to do it in the, you know, comic type version. Mm. But not the actual Howard the Duck comic. You know, that's still, I believe that's still Marvel. You know, yeah. But then again, that means Disney. And so Howard the Duck, it will take another generation. You'll, you'll have to be my age <laughs> um, before you actually see anything, you know, full-blown Howard the Duck. Because the people who are in control, who try to destroy Howard the Duck, <laughs> with law with lawsuits and everything else was Disney. Mm. So until all them on all them people, they will not let Howard survive or succeed just because you know that'll make them wrong. Yeah, because they said Howard sucks. Howard will never go anywhere. <laughs> so they, they they can make that happen. They own it, so they can just say, "Look, now put it on the back shot. We'll, we'll, we'll look at it next year. You know, we'll keep they'll keep Howard on ice until they're dead." So once they're all dead, the new kids might bring it back, but it won't be the same. Yeah. I've heard they're, they actually, I mean, this is rumors, but I've heard they're working on an animated Howard show for their new, uh, like, streaming service. I don't know if that's true, but that's... Yeah, they, uh, this, this, this one guy, I don't even know his name. I know he's, you know, famous. I mean, he's, he's I don't know if he's a famous actor or who the hell he is because he got permission. You know, he walked up to somebody and said, Let's do this. And they said, yeah, so you've got to be like, you know, Seth MacFarlane power. You know, you got to be like Eddie Murphy of power. You know, when it, when you yeah. throw a suggestion out there, they're like, oh, really? What, what else do you want? What else do you want? And uh, he got the rights to five, and I don't know what they are, but they're five Marvel to do ca- a cartoon, you know, animated series. Yeah. I guess you got, it's so funny. When we were kids, they were comic books. Now mm-hmm. they're graphic novels. Yeah, I hate um, <laughs> Just call them comics. Yeah, That's what they are. Books. I mean, They're like, a comic, and it's and it's a book. Something like this. It's not a novel, <laughs> unless it's that thick. It's not a novel, honey. Let me tell you, it's twenty pa- twenty pages of some five year old drawing everything, yeah. and a nine year old doing the writing. And so you'll get that version. I don't, you, you know, it's it's like it's not me. You know, I didn't make mm-hmm. it. I didn't do it. It's not. They're not trying to, you know, take take away the my credit, you know, whatever. So it doesn't affect me, you know, it doesn't. It's yeah. like this new Chucky The new Chucky stuff doesn't affect me. Yeah, I, that what, Chucky stuff. Can is... we talk about, uh, yeah, maybe off air, I'll ask you some Chucky yeah. questions, because I am a huge horror guy. I have a lot of questions. One, okay. one pop culture icon at a time. <laughs> oh yeah, what was, what was it like working with George Lucas? Because that was like three years after Return of the Jedi. Uh, like, it... Yeah. Um, well, first of all, you know, George Lucas was the executive producer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I didn't, I didn't work with George Lucas. I, you know, ultimately, in fact, worked for him. You know, he, he the, produ- the executive producer. So, I mean, but he did direct one or two days. And oh, really? The most glorious one or two days that I had, well, I can't yeah. say spent on the set. Yeah, spent on the set because of all the, all the weeks that I was there, you know, it, it was... It was, it was I'm not saying it was hell, but it was hellacious. You know, it had a, a lot, the costume was hot and yeah. not exactly heavy per se, but it gets heavy throughout the day. And I would wear the costume, you know, 12, 14, 17 hours a day and, and not being allowed out of it. I didn't realize my weight and my power as the star of this, one of the stars, of course, Leah Thompson was the ultimate star. And then, Tim Robbins. I think they were the two ultimate stars with, you know, then Jeffrey Jones. And I think, you, interestingly enough, I played the lead role, you know, but I was, I think I was fourth billing and I should have been, you know, because it just wasn't, 
it wasn't the main, you know what I mean? I was the I was the main character the story revolved around, but I didn't push the film, you know what I mean? The other yeah. the other the other characters did. You know, one trying to promote me, one trying to dissect me and one trying <laughs> to send me home. You know, there's your there's your three musketeers. But um and when George Lucas shot, it was like and I'm gonna make these numbers up that I don't know what I'm what I'm talking about. But we'd shoot a scene, boom, and we, when I was with Willard, we would shoot twenty, thirty takes, mm. and that's and that could be of a huge long scene, and you don't want to do thirty takes of that. It could be a ta- it could be a take with no dialogue. You know, mm-hmm. they just wanted Howard or you know Phil or Beverly or whatever just to be looking. You know, not quite at the camera. That that breaks the rule. But look toward there, and then somebody says something very ominous, and all you have to do is go. 37 times doing that. Yeah. And if that doesn't wear on a body, I don't know what does. Yeah. And um, so it was it was grueling. But at the same time, you're making more money than you've ever made in your life. And it wasn't <laughs> millions. It wasn't millions. But I come from Michigan, okay? And I was, and I was making, I was working in California when I, uh, before I started the movies. And I was making $150 a week. All expenses paid. You know, I stayed in their guest house and all their meals and, you know what I'm saying? So it was basically $150 a week with no expenses, you know, 40 years ago, 35 years ago. Not bad. Not bad and at all. Now I'm making 1500 a week contractually and yeah. bringing home no less than 6000 a week because of overtime and, you know, stunt. This is considered a stunt. You know, so I'm making, I'm making more money than I've ever made. I'm on the set with all these stars, and I'm I'm one of them, and I don't know it. I don't know how to be a star to this day. I still don't. I know how to be a diva. I'm good at that. <laughs> Everyone. I was I, I was born a diva, so I had no problems with that. A lot of actors and a lot of celebrities, they have a lot of weight, and they throw it around a lot. I only throw my weight around to who it matters. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not gonna walk in. Let's say I was gonna do an appearance at your school. God forbid. Could you imagine um, <laughs> toting a dog and an oxygen machine? You know, and, and, my, and my gay Filipino husband. Oh, that would look really good, wouldn't it? That would look. Good. Yeah, now it would. Yeah. Yeah, sure it would. In your school, and I was the real, you know, diva, whatever. It does nothing for me to, you know, be little you and Franny or anybody else around all the students. And oh, please sit on that side, please. I don't like anybody on my left. Please, all diva shit. No, the diva, you say it to the producer or to whoever set up my appearance at your school. You know, I want a chair. I don't want a tall bar stool. You know what I mean? I want a short stool where I can reach it. I want this. I want that. And it seems to be very demanding, but it's it's what I need as a human. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't need this door with a star, you know, with my name on the door. It would, I, I had it one time, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was kind of cool, you know. But, yeah. <laughs> And like oh, cool. yeah, and the character that I played was Baby Jesus. What? What was <laughs> my, that? My, it, I, my thing is, they forgot to write baby, so they wrote Jesus. And then, <laughs> then they, they, they hand wrote baby because they did the, char- the character's name. And mo- it depends upon the film. Some films you get your name on the door and it's just your name. Sometimes it's just a character, sometimes it's just both, whoever. And yeah, so the first time I had that, that was like, as an ego that a diva didn't need, but. It was cool. Yeah. Later, I'll, I'll ask some Mel Brooks and some some Coen Brothers questions. But oh, <laughs> right now, it... wow, I've got. T- we, we can make ten of your podcasts and just put them in the, <laughs> put them in the freezer. Three of us can have our own podcasts, right? And just put them all in the put them all in the freezer. And when you have a slow, are you going to go on vacation? Uh, grab 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 an Ed Gale one. Go. Let's see. Uh, Spaceballs. Okay, go. <laughs> go, in and go. You know what I mean? All right, taking a break from Marvel, time to do some Chucky yeah. stuff. <laughs> I don't mind an all Chucky podcast. You go through a movie a week. It'd be great. And it'd only be seven episodes, so that'd be okay. <laughs> uh, I, I only did one, two, and four. Yeah, well... Four was the, four was the bride. Yeah, one, two, and four. <laughs> four is probably my favorite, honestly. I love Brian Chucky. I know the people bride, don't. I love it. Bride I and Seed are yeah. my favorites. Yeah, and so many people. Their favorite is two. It's just I, I like to. I actually just because I was one of the ones I hadn't seen as many times, so I watched that a few weeks ago. Two is really good, especially the last like third. I like two yeah. a lot. But 
I, I don't know. I like the I like how silly Bride and Seed get, I think. Yeah. Oh, exactly. I love it. Um, Chucky was making fun of himself mm-hmm. by the time the bride came along before the world could. You know, yeah. Get in there first. Yeah. Know, before you become a laughingstock, make yourself make fun of yourself. It's like rumors. How do you control the rumors about yourself? Stardom. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> guess that makes point. sense. <laughs> you know, life lessons. I love it. I am going to need you to write a book. And they're doing We're trying to get a documentary out. Right now, they, they want to raise the money on crowdfunding, and then he wants to do it in. It's called Short Stories with Ed Gale. Oh my God, that sounds great! Wait, Ed, I think I can yeah, you post something story. about them on Facebook because I think I've yeah. seen Short oh. Stories with. You can actually go Short Stories with Ed Oh, awesome! That's a great name. We're gonna leave that in the pod so yeah. everybody goes there. <laughs> right? Yeah. But it's just uh, you know we didn't meet our goal in the crowdfunding, so you know they don't pay, which is kind of good because. If we were asking for ten thousand and we got seven, you guys, your money's gone, and we didn't make enough money to make the film. So let's go to Hawaii. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah. If, if you set a goal for seventy, we we set a goal for seventy five hundred and didn't make it, so nobody's credit cards get charged. And if you donated the amount to get an award, you know, donate a hundred and you get a free this, and donate hundred and fifty. Everybody who everybody who donated. And you know, got a poster, got a picture, got a whatever. We still delivered those. That's good. Even though they didn't pay because the money didn't get the credit card didn't get charged. But we did it because we we know that they'll probably do it again when we get it back up the second time. Yeah. With better with better marketing, we're learning. You know, I'm on the other side of the camera now, and that's like, wait a minute, I don't like it back here. Nobody can see me. (laughs) I want to be in front of the camera, but um, (laughs) yeah, I'd like to get it going. And he wants to do it in like. Like maybe five or six, seven minute snips every week or something, just a quick because short stories is not going to be like you and I right now elaborating. And yeah, I hope I hope you guys are both good. Who's the editor? Who's the brains of the outfit? Really? Yeah, oh, I, I, I had don't to do get much. Way around. I had to get <laughs> no, I'll kind of stop. I had I had it because Franny is more quiet and serious. Oh, he doesn't care. <laughs> He's not interested. Um, no, but you know, and the 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 brainy guys or or the serial killers are very quiet. You know? They're very. That's because he's the serial killer. He's the Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> See the looks of Switch. It's a trap. No, not Jeffrey Dahmer. He's probably a vegetarian. Uh, he's not. No. Are you? No. Yeah, he, nah. he he eats the heads off cat. <laughs> oh really? Okay. <laughs> no, but I pictured and I pictured uh, you, Gabe, being the the creative one. You know. The, <laughs> Yeah, I think I think we, yeah no we both just try to bring whatever jokes to the table we can and then I usually edit Sunday through Tuesday and have them out Tuesday night. Okay, well you know like when the, the jokes and stuff, Dave, stop. <laughs> stop. No, <laughs> no more jokes. They're horrible. I know. Let him try. Let him try the jokes. Oh no. Keep no, the, I want to hear your job. jokes. Keep your day job. No. <laughs> I do have to get back to how the heck, I guess. But I, I like talking about... I like just going off on weird tangents. That's most of what our podcast I mean, I like, is, anyway. I like, I like talking. Well, this is this is kind of a, a, ch- a Chucky question, actually. I just wanted to sneak one into the podcast. Um, so, in, in I saw, like, a Shout Factory interview with you recently for... I think it was a few years ago, but it was for, like... For the re-release, maybe to, like, 2016. But you were talking about how, like, since you're, you're playing Chucky, you rarely get to shoot any scenes with humans, because... And all the humans would have to be taller. But, um, so is, was it easier to work on Howard since you get to work with other humans? In that sense, um, no. Because, um, they couldn't have me near the humans. It wasn't me couldn't. And I mean, so they would have to fill in, you know, with the puppet. The thing of it was, I was supposed to play Chucky. And they had a puppet for like the extreme close-up face and stuff. Mm. Well, when, and Tom wanted that, Tom Holland, the director, that's what he wanted. But everybody kept pushing for the puppet and pushing for the puppet. Which, you know, I felt slighted, but then again, we all have an ego. And it's, you know, I was still involved and I did a lot of things in that movie, but I could have done a lot more. And then by the time Child's Play 2 came along, it's an asshole, he's an asshole. John Lafia, the director. (laughs) <laughs> he was an asshole to me so I don't know he could, he, there could be a thousand people watching your 
podcast. Oh, I know him. He's a nice guy. Yeah, well, tomato, tomato. Um, and when they interviewed John, they said in Child's Play, when the first Child's Play, they used a little person in a suit. Well, actually, they said the word midget, which is an automatic no for me. Just no. And John Lafayette said, well, we hired one. One. Instead of saying a person. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah cool. we, hi- we hired one, but we never used it. Yeah, well, I got a whole lot of money in the bank. Says you used me. Because you paid me. And Hollywood doesn't pay people for nothing. And, you know, pictures of me on the set. You know, yada, yada, yada. So when that's one, I turned down three. Because I said, you don't need me. Well, three sucks anyway. You know? <laughs> I'm sorry? Three kind of sucks anyway. I don't think you missed out on that. <laughs> why? But why, why does it suck? I don't know. I just don't. I don't like the new Andy. I ain't like uh, not Alex Vincent. No, they, they grew him up so he could smoke and get laid. Yeah, I know. Exactly. Yeah. They had to get him through puberty and move on. I turned it down because of the way that they treated me. But three did not succeed, and I was told by everybody behind the camera, you know, that it was because of me. They couldn't move Chucky. They had to move the camera. Because he was a puppet tied down to a thousand cables, you know, which was great for the face. That fucking face would just scare <laughs> the hell. You know what I mean? That face. Yeah, was, I know. It's that, for an animatronics, for yeah. an animatronic in 1988, it was really good. I think that's the problem with the remake, Chucky. Not oh, to get, God, not to I'm get not too into it, but, remake, uh, Chucky. but I don't, we're not big fans of remake, Chucky. Well, uh, I'm trying to get people to stop using the word remake because it's not. Sorry, it's a remake. It's a no, no. It's a reimagining. Oh. A remake to say we're going to remake it with you know better music, and you know that that flashback to black and white was stupid, and you know that Frank Sinatra music, you know whatever, whatever. Yeah, didn't like all that. Let's update the music and update the technology, you know, to make a really good doll. But it's basically frame for frame the exact same. Now, well, then you must be a fan of Psycho. Yeah. Oh, oh, um, Gus Van Sant, right? His Gus Van Sant. But I thought it was. I thought it was Rob Zombie. Was it Gus Van Sant? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. With Vince Vaughn. That's the original. The 98 one. If you take take both movies and sync them up where they start at the same time and the credits and all that, that movie is frame by frame a duplicate. There's not one frame or one word different. Yeah. There's no talent in that. No. I I wrote the new I wrote the sequel. And he didn't. Hitchcock wrote it. You know? And you directed it. No, you just... Don't get me started. So I don't. I don't watch any. I don't watch any remakes at all. All right. And um, no, there's no talent. It's an insult to the people who made it before you, and you're just glomming onto it and putting your name on it. Yeah. You no. Know, unless you do, like I said, a reimagining. You mm. know. And they said, no, no, Chucky should be a, a artificial intelligence. That's this voodoo soul crap. You know what I mean? It's yeah. got to be technology run amok. You know, lightning hits the house and. Chucky becomes, you know, crazy. And that's fine. To me, it's a reimagining. It's fine. The look is what's killing people. Yeah. The new look. That's one thing you can't do. You know, it would be like taking... What's most popular? Freddy, Jason... Right now, probably Michael Myers because of the one last year. Yeah. Okay. What if we... what, what, what What if I told you that I was involved... And I'm not. That I was involved in doing a... A, uh, a remake or a sequel to what did you just say, Michael? Yeah, Michael Myers. What is it? Hollow? What is it? Friday Halloween. Night? Halloween. Okay. Halloween. <laughs> I do not. I do not like. I do not like horror. I do not watch horror. Mm. So yeah. I don't know all the, the details. But anyway, <laughs> I was going to do it, and, I did. <laughs> and <laughs> you watched enough for both of us. Um, <laughs> and, what, and what if I tell you everything's you know pretty much the same? It's just that, but it's Michelle. Well, then I'd I'd say. Change, like changing one aspect of something isn't making it your own. True, but why would it have to be a female? Michael is Michael, and it's Halloween. You know, I'm gonna change it to a female and Memorial Day. You know, you just, then you make a whole freaking movie. Then <laughs> go with it. You that's yeah. you know you go with it, but you're scared that it won't work. So you want to glom on the, the the shirt tails. Of Jurassic Park or Michael or Jason, you know, I mean, make your own freaking yeah. movie. Yeah, I think that's that's definitely true. And we're in an era of remakes. I mean, like, just look at Chucky. Everything is 
Oh, yeah. Get updated, and it's not. Oh, it's just uh, like a Disney. Uh, uh, Chris Rock just signed on with Lionsgate. He's gonna reboot Saw. Mm, that's I right. That. I heard about that. That doesn't. <laughs> come on, you man, should ask on. questions. Oh, oh, I God. can't. Fucking man. Oh, yeah, you can. Yeah, no, go for it. So I was actually kind of curious. Um, like, what was? Like, for you, what was the best scene to shoot and the worst scene to shoot? The best one? <laughs> Probably, like, the one in the the, the the window ledge where he fell asleep and the wallet fell out. Yeah. yeah. Didn't have to move. Didn't have to. Honey, I didn't have to be in the costume, but they, oh, it looked more real. He's asleep. <laughs> yeah, but, you know. Anyway, so I, I laid down that whole time. Most difficult would have to be the restaurant, Joe Roma's Cajun Sushi. I love that one. I mean, do you hear the do you hear the the pun? Joe Roma's Cajun Sushi. Joe's any American restaurant. Eat at Joe's, and Roma's Italian. Cajun is Cajun, and sushi. Is Joe Jeff- Roma's Cajun Sushi. Is that what it was called? Yeah. Oh my god, that one. Like- it's just a quick, you know, just let you know they're going to a restaurant, and the camera hits a tall sign and came down to the building and that was it well we just recorded our podcast like an hour ago and we kept talking about how weird it is to have a sushi diner but now that that was a joke we just kind of (laughs) i feel really stupid that was the hardest now do you remember the scene at all yes i mean i just watched the movie last night i just watched it a few days ago it's pretty fresh i've been doing research ever since just seeing it yesterday doesn't mean you remember it yeah Um, (laughs) were you guys i heard you guys were there for a month yeah Jeez. And that was a set. That was yeah. a fully, fully functioning restaurant with plumbing. And it was on with a set. With plumbing? Oh, my God. But look at all the fire and the explosions and the, you know. Suspectable. Oh, yeah. I remember um, a spark at the back of my head, and it was, it didn't go up in flames, you know, but I mean, it, it could have. It's smoldering. It's smoldering, and somebody notices it. Swinging on that. What do they call that when they put the, the tickets up on the another order they put up on the Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. Oh, I just yeah. can't think of what they're called. <laughs> I don't think anybody's ever ever said the name. Is there a name? I don't think, I don't think there is a name. You know, ticket holder. Yes. Ticket holder. Or what? Ticket holder. Like, just whatever. Like, Yeah, I have no idea. And so remember, if you remember, I had to spin on that. Yeah. One of the, one of the hardest was... When they when I dropped from the ceiling oh. on, onto the table, yeah, and oh. the table the table was supposed to be telescopic, like a car antenna. Okay. And oh. So I, I I would hit the table and it would go down. Well, I hit the table off center, so it just basically flipped. So it was it didn't break my fall. It was supposed to be like an air hat, you know what I mean? It slowed me down. It just fell over and I hit the floor. Jeez. Um, yeah. That- yeah. But when they they had me up there by a cable, and when they said action, he just cut that cable, and I just snapped, and there was crap. I hit the floor. I mean, it, it it was all it was all done, and I didn't even know what happened yet. And I was like, "What are we gonna?" You know, I blacked out for like eighth of a second. You know, just I was up there and I was on the on the floor, nothing in between. And I did that on a full body burn too when I was on wires. Was it Leprechaun Three? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we talked about Leprechaun Three on our podcast because I like that. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah, I just did the fire burn. That was it. Yeah, yeah. And um, but, but like awesome. I said, I, when you know going going you know on fire, just whoosh is a rush, and then you're gonna go up on an arc, you know, go up and down on an arc, and it was just I blacked out because again I was on the ground and everybody was yelling, you know, can you hear me? Can you hear me? And I'm like, I can hear you. I don't know who the hell you are, but I can hear you. I can't hear you. <laughs> You know, and I didn't, it's another, it's like falling asleep on a roller coaster, you know what I mean? It's like, I missed it. I rehearsed for days. <laughs> and I passed out. I, now, when I got run over by the 18-wheeler, you know, the semi, uh-huh, outside yeah. of the Cajun sushi thing? Yeah. yeah that, the, I did, that I wish I would have passed out, but I didn't. That was scary. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that would have been. That wasn't an effect. Yeah. It, just, it happened in real time. That's real, that's scary. Real yeah, and we did it seven times. Seven so, times. And was you know, it was it like just as bad every single time? 
Actually, to me, it's worse because the more you do something, the less, the more sloppy you get. Yeah. Because you get used to it. And, you know, like the guy, let's say the, the stunt guy driving, you know, he's after, after the fourth, fifth time, you know, he's like, you know, yeah, yeah, whatever, you know. Okay, I got this. You know, because it's just doing the same thing. Yeah. Like, wh- when do I get tired and miss my mark? You know, when do, when does he get um, goofy and off by an inch? You know? So it, it was, it, it's rough, you know. it's. I tell people the stunts are made to look dangerous but not be dangerous. That's what they're made for, but they can they can become very dangerous, you know. People die. Twilight Zone. Oh, yeah. uh, the movie, right? Yeah, the airplane. John Was John it? Landis. It's yeah. a helicopter. Oh, helicopter. Yeah. Yeah. Now you've seen all kinds of movies where the helicopter hits, you know, the blades hit first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cut the two children in half. That's right. That's horrifying. And decapitated, and decapitated um. The famous actor, John Landis, you know, they all de- they all denied culpability, so. And I think he got $250,000 fine, which is like a week's earnings for him. Yeah. And 200 true. hours, 200 hours of community service. And so Pretty what he did is he made a safety movie, you know, safety film on, you know, have a safe set. Yeah, yeah. Like he made that. He sum up people to go make it for him, you know. I have no respect for John Landis. Never have ever since that happened. So, what was that? Eighty five, eighty three. You know, I don't remember. Yeah, me either. You hate <laughs> somebody for so long, it don't matter. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's right. I've seen John Landis in person at a convention once. And how was that? Is he good? Is he a good person? Oh, well, I didn't talk to him. I just he was doing a pre- like a presentation for Rick Baker. Oh. Okay. Q&A or something? Yeah, something like that. Okay. No, you could be a decent person. I just don't... I just don't. It, it happened, and there you go. And it's like the director of Child's Play, too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but he just made it... But his statement was to me, about me, and for me. So yeah. I'm not saying he's a bad director. You know? Child's Play 2 is kind of good. It's kind of good. Know? Yeah. I don't like him because of what he said about me. You know, we hired one. We had one of those. Smaller one. And, um... Yeah, but we didn't use it, and I was like, oh, "Yeah, that's just bad lost my mind." And so they begged and begged and begged me to do the bride because I said three is out, it's gone. And he said, "What are we gonna get? In how are we gonna?" And they finally said, "Let me tell you this: Universal says if if we don't get he said, no Ed Gale, no money." Yeah. So we've got to do this film, and um, I just said no. You know, I said first of all, you did this, did that. You know, called me a midget and just all this other crap. We got on Child's Play 4, or the Bride of Chucky. And what was the girl's name? She's an absolute. Heigl. Katie Heigl. And, uh, you know, when, when he's holding the gun on her. Yeah, yeah. And he's, and he's like, you know, hurry up, hurry up. So shut up, you fucking, you know, G.I. Joe or cut. Yeah. Legal, and legal. Immediately, every time you say something, legal is typing it in. Back in the day, it would take six months for them because it was all done by telephone and fax. But anyway, type it out. You can't use G.I. Joe. It's copyrighted and you have to pay for it. Anyway, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. They tried Teddy Ruxpin, you know, just whatever. And none of it worked. And so she ended up using the word midget. And Debbie Lee and I, you know, Debbie Lee, the little person who played Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. And she, mm-hmm. she was also in everything. Seinfeld, Total Recall. She was in every movie. Um, Oh, she's been gone a year now. Anyway, they they said midget, and we just hands up. Nope, stop. Got it. Not gonna happen. And um, and Don Mancini, who never liked me at all, and that's okay because the feelings were definitely mutual. Um, he said Universal wants to use the word midget because it's so shocking and it's funny. It's comical. I said to who, you know. Anyway, so I just said I'm gonna have no part of it. If she's gonna use that language, then you can. Find somebody else. And they shot it with me several times using, you know, you piece of shit, you know, whatever. But they used the midget line from the scenes before because they had had it canceled. They said, screw him. And I'll just make him happy, shoot it without the word, and we'll just put the word back in. Jesus, really? Oh, yeah. That's, that's the life in Hollywood. Um, I'm not saying it's always not 
it's always been a grueling torture to work in Hollywood. I wouldn't have done it for 24 years. But there are times, you know, no different with you guys, good teachers and bad teachers, you know? Yeah. And you have this one teacher who's just a pain, just you do not like him or her, and she did not like you, and every other student loves him. Mm-hmm. And you're like, going, what are you doing? <laughs> That's like watching a movie with someone in it that you've had bad dealings with. And they're a good actor, you know what I mean? Like, God, oh, yeah. good, but they're an asshole, you know. Well, <laughs> Katie Heigl got herself out of the business. You know, she was a total tyrant, total, yeah. total nag, you know what I'm like? And then um, I've worked with Jamie Presley, Jamie Lee Presley. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and she's never spoke to me one time. Worked with her on My Name is Earl and on Pinata. Oh, really? And I'm like, yeah. Out of the costume, hey, how you doing? Wouldn't even look at me. But whatever, what comes up must go down, you know? Yeah, that sucks. It sucks to hear people I like, so. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? I, when I'm, I'm watching her on Earl, oh my God, I loved her. And on That's Mom, and Mom right now, she's on, on Mom. Now that the movie is like, it has more of a cult following, what's been the best part of like, interacting with fans and everybody that like, just enjoys the movie? Yes. What's been oh, the best no. part of it? Did you, did you hear the crickets? It was like, <laughs> you stood, your mouth fell open. Like, no, everything has been great. When, anything to do with the fans, it's always been great. The only reason I stopped doing conventions is they, they rip me off every time. I dis, I've disappointed a lot of fans, but I have to stand on principle. You can do a lot of things. You can change my voice in a movie. They've done it. You can cut my, my scenes out. You can do it. You can change words in my mouth. They've done it. But don't mess with my money. Yeah. You know, at the first convention I ever went to, they cheated me out of a bunch. And then a girl called me from Utah, and she went to school. I don't know if we went to school together or the same school back in Michigan. And so, what the, hey, this is a friend. You know, yeah, I'll do your show. Yeah, bye-bye. 2500 I'll do the whole thing. And come time to paying everybody, she holds a very tear-felt tier, heartfelt, you know, speaks that they didn't make enough money, they lost money, and they can't pay anybody. But I love the fans. They inter- I interact with them on my page. And they all know it, you know. And um, trying to get back into autographs is really hard. Um, we've moved a couple years ago. We bought a luxury, uh, it's like a tour bus. It's a motorhome. And um, it's good. It's, it's awesome. It's beautiful. It's four bedroom, two bath. You know? oh. Yeah, it's beautiful. Fireplace, washer, dryer, got everything that we need. And we travel, and, and we, we, we sometimes, if we, on Facebook, and we post as we go, and they'll say, oh, my God, if you're coming through whatever, you know, maybe we can meet up at some restaurant or whatever. And I'll do it. I'll meet up with the fans. Because I'm not that big of a celebrity that killing me would put you on a map. You know what I mean? <laughs> Think about it. Think about it. You know, and people who get killed, presidents and, you know, Huge celebrities, and, the, and these are true fans, you know. Because I haven't, I don't, I don't feel that I've done anything remarkable in Hollywood, and the re, and, and because of that, I don't have an ego. You know, it's like, well, do you know who I am? No. <laughs> and uh, one guy said, "Wait a minute, weren't you that space duck?" <laughs> <laughs> I said, "Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, Harold." Harold the Duck. I get yeah, a lot Harold's... of autos. In writing, hi, dear Mr. Gale, I really appreciate I loved your work in Harold. That's embarrassing. <laughs> uh, if you're going to be a phony, you should at least get your facts right. Yeah, no. <laughs> how, how much lower can you, you know, get? How many fan letters I get? Dear sir or madam, <laughs> I, have been, I have been your fan all my life. I've loved everything you've ever done. I feel like writing back and saying, name a couple. <laughs> I don't know, but that's just in my own sarcastic mind. I would never do it. Yet, but um, you should do it, <laughs> dear, dear sir or madam. You know, it's it's a generic letter, you know what I mean. And it's like, then I, I gotta get, I gotta get a generic picture because if you send me a generic letter, you get a generic picture, <laughs> you know, of me, none of my characters. I have a special relationship with my fans, and I would expect them to have it with me, you know, not dear sir or madam or, you know. If anybody's watching, listening to this, please stop calling me Bud and Bro. <laughs> And dog and whatever. My name is Ed, and just call me Ed. Or, you know, Ed Gale. 
Don't call me Mr. Gale. I mean, that's just, I'm not that old yet. I think I made that mistake when I was first trying to. No, I just said, you don't have to call me, sir. It's, I mean, it, I appreciate it, but yeah, just, I'm, I'm just Ed, you know, and everybody has a place and they're in it, you know, and my fans are at the top, you know, they're higher than my friends, actually. And um, yeah, I love to interact with them. Love to. Like I said, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm with, with my oxygen and the lung disease and the dog. Um, it's, it's, it takes a lot of energy and a lot of work to do autographs and I'm, I'm good. I'm down to maybe five a month. I think I used to do like a hundred a week, but it gets tiring, you know? Yeah, I bet. All right. So what's this taboo question about Howard? Oh, okay. Oh, oh, uh, I think you know what if, we want. If you're not there yet, go ahead and finish. Oh, no, 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 no. We are there. <laughs> I, that was one of the first things I wrote. I just wanted to... I wanted to ask everything else first. So, what was it like shooting that scene with Leah Thompson? What scene? The love scene, or that doesn't end up being a love scene, but it it was it was right. It, it was it was awesome. It was fun, and it was exactly what you said. It was not a love scene. No, it was quite. never intended. It was never intended to be a love scene. There's so many people who watched Howard the Duck, and they say, "Oh my God, you know." You know, he gets laid, you know, with Leah Thompson, or they do this and this, do this, and oh, what, what, when he, when they started having sex, I turned it off for the kids, and I'm like, what the hell movie were you watching? <laughs> <laughs> How do you watch a movie with your eyes closed? Yeah. You gotta have your eyes closed. Like There's nothing you can say. When, when, when Howard, if you know anything about Howard the Duck, the character, the comic, he's sarcastic, he's wisecracking, you know, he's... He's three feet tall and a, or six foot tall and a three foot body. Okay, he's brash. He's got balls. He's gutsy, and you know, and Leah was saying um, she hasn't found the right man, and she was treating Howard like a buddy, you know, or a girlfriend, so to speak. You know what I mean? Like a you can talk. Yeah. To, there's there was no way anything would ever happen physically between a human or a duck. Okay. Yeah. So she has she has no fear of saying. How do I get a man? I don't know what to do to get a man. What do men really like? You know, that kind of thing. And he's like, well, being the sarcastic asshole that Howard is, he says, well, maybe it's not a man you're looking for. And <laughs> yeah. look at, and then they cut right to Leah's face. And she's almost, again, looking at the camera. And her little <laughs> eyebrows, her little eyebrows are working. And she's like, so, <laughs> you, think like, you think I'd have fun in the animal kingdom? Yeah. And then he, then he was like, well, you never know. And then she That's whips around really fast. Okay, let's do it. Whoa, do what? <laughs> oh, you know it's natural. It's no, it's, you know it's what you want. No, no, I just she called us. She called us bluff. It was a fuck. It was fun. It was cute. It was ridiculous. It was campy. It was Howard the Duck. Yeah. You know, and, and for anyone, anyone who says that it was a love scene or that, that they actually had sex or they were going to have sex. Because she was kissing him goodnight. That mm. was it. She said, oh, good, good night. The director shot it in such a way, the silhouette, so that the humans had walked in. Yeah. See the silhouette and go, what? <laughs> what you said? It's probably what the audience <laughs> did when they turned yeah. off the TV and they're like, oh my God. Yeah. And then so all I can say is anyone who's on that bandwagon that, mm -hmm. oh God, I love, you know, he got to touch Leah's butt, never did. He got to da da da. Never did, and oh, he got to, when she took her shirt off. She never did. Why are these assholes buying tickets to see movies if you're just gonna make up what happened anyway? Yeah. Save the money. Tell people your thought and tell them whatever you want. You know, irritates me. But it was fun shooting because I will tell you what what happened. Leah, Leah was all set to take her shirt off you know, or act like you know she's supposed to go like you know pick it up. Mm. And I was the stopper. Grab her up. No, 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 you know, no, no, no. So I lost track of the timing. You know, what word? Because you have to look at certain words. And um, I can't always hear out of the costume. I can't. Anyway, so she said something about, I don't know, say the word try. So you want to give it a try? And I did this. Lost track of the timing. Forgot what words were what. Um. Couldn't hear a damn thing. And she went up. And I was like, I didn't see a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Everybody, because she went, ah, what are you doing? 
what did he do? Why didn't he do? Did you tell him to do that? So everybody else is getting yelled at by me. And um, <laughs> I don't know what happened. I'm like, what happened? Well, I've got a voice in my ear, you know, telling me what to do, when, how. And he'll say, uh, she took her shirt off. And I'm like, when? He can't hear me through a microphone. Uh, he can hear me through the regular microphones. So I'm like, and then, then he says, put a microphone over by, by Howard. Okay. And I said, well, so anyway, oh, loud. He said, turn the speaker off. <laughs> so then I said, is that you, Tim? Yeah. I go, what the hell happened? He said, she said her line. You didn't grab her arm. You just laid there. I said, I never heard action. I never heard anybody talk. Uh, um, <laughs> oops. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I can tell you, I can give you two versions of any film that you want to ask me about and my entire career or being a little person, you know, saying yada, yada, yada. And I can make it the saddest story you've ever heard. And I can make it the happiest. I'll tell you all about the good times. And there's a lot of probably 90, 98%. And I can tell you about the bad ones and the 2%. You know, I've walked off sets. I've walked off movies. I've quit movies. I've quit films, you know. Um, you know, I've been, I've been told um, that I'm the only reason that this film went ahead. If we couldn't get you, they weren't going to do it. You know? So I've had, you know, good and bad vibes everywhere. Well, I don't think it would have worked without you in that suit, though. But... Well, I appreciate that. And it's something that, you know, I think everybody, including yourself, and not funny, um, <laughs> that you found something that you could automatically do and no one ever taught you. You know, like yeah. maybe your editing skills or your timing, your com- comedic timing. <laughs> I'm joking. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, it, it, all in all, I don't think I wouldn't have changed anything. No, I think it's great. <laughs> I think I, was, I, was, I don't know. I just think it's great. I've always kind of thought it was great. That's why I probably sung that song in that Wendy's. <laughs> it's because it's the <laughs> That's the only reason? Oh, it's a catchy, it's a catchy <laughs> tune. <laughs> they call him Howard the Duck. No way to conceal it. In the feathers touch, I love him I guess now we got to talk about how did you feel after, I mean, the movie wasn't well loved especially not at the time what was so like what's that like like oh it, that it, public it was, reception? yeah it hit hard and um because they 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 credited seven people at the end of the movie and they tried to discredit me of course and i was cordially uninvited to the uh, the red carpet premiere and um yeah it was it was a uh, learning very you know learning experience you know and the first thing i learned i think in hollywood I learned it too late, but um, that I can say no because I would never say no on Howard the Duck. You know, I says, well, you know, we're pushing overtime, but you know, do you think you have enough in you to do one more scene? He didn't say one more take. He said one more scene. And a scene can take fifty, you know, takes and take another two hours. I just say, yep, keep them going. My manager would get hate mail from the crew, lighting and electric and grips and all that, telling him he got to say no. The director has no, what do, what do you call it? And can't, he doesn't stop. The director will go for three days nonstop. And Ed just sits there behind him. Yep, I'm with you. Yep, I'm with you. The other actor's like, you know, you just, <laughs> just so you're tired, you're done. You have the power. Now, they can't work me 17 hours a day. They did. Paid me for it. Eventually, I learned. And um, Tom Holland was very, very um, attentive to making sure the costume comes off. Every shot, every take, you know. Uh, every, every time we can. The first assistant director on Land of the Lost, when I played the baby dinosaur, he played the main, or the stunt double or whatever, for the main werewolf. And I don't remember if it was, I think it was Wolfen. It wasn't, you know, American werewolf in London. It was a big one. I think it was Wolfen. Anyway, he knows it's like to be in these costumes. And God, to have an experienced costume as your assistant director. And it's always, you know, cut, take him out of the costume. I would take the head off at least. And they couldn't take the whole costume off because it was bolted on, literally. But, uh-huh. you know, um, we shot it in the desert in the summer. And the, the suit was made of the same thing as your your non-leather car seat. You know, the, not cloth, but vinyl. Here we go, that in the vinyl seats. Yeah. Same thing as the, co- the costume was made of. And sitting out in the sun all day long, you know, sometimes, sometimes a, an umbrella. And I lost weight. I was looking good. <laughs> so that's what's when you have directors who 
can sympathize with you or empathize with you and say, okay, get him out of the suit. He's got to break. He's got to do this. And other ones, other directors don't even acknowledge you. You're, you're a midget. You're a prop that eats, you know, a walking prop, you know. And um, you take it. I don't have, I, I signed the contract. There's nothing, you know, I'm not missing anything. But they, a lot of times they screw me on, on credits and they screwed me over big time. I've got my contract and I cannot log. It's in, it's in storage because we, we live in the RV now. And you become a minimalist really fast. And so it says Ed Gale in the role of Chucky. Not Chucky Double, not Chucky Stunt Double, nothing. They did that to get out of paying me full, you know, star residuals. Didn't work. I just sag in the Screen Actors Guild with mm-hmm. my contract. Said you hired him to be a principal actor. You're paying us a principal. Residuals, I mean. So they lost that one. But I lost credit. Everybody goes, oh my God, I loved you as Chucky Stunt Double. Okay. <laughs> I got to live with it. You know, Howard the Duck. There were seven names. But my, but my name was in the front. But in the back, it was Howard T. Duck and Gail. Howard T. Duck, Steve Sleep, Tim Rose. Yeah, blah, 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 names. They were all the puppeteers. Uh, did, Tim Rose was supposed to do the voice, right? For a while. But he was t- like... No, he did the voice. He did the voice throughout the whole film for, you know, me so I could, uh, for the actors, so they could do, they can't hear me, you know, inside of a classroom. So they would give Tim, who's operating the mouth, he might as well say the voice, because if he's got the hands moving the mouth, well, when you're talking, you're easier to do that. Yeah. When someone else is talking, you're trying to keep up with them, you know, and he might slip a word up. Or if he slips a word up, he slips it up with his own self. You know, so perfect marriage. But they just didn't love his voice. But they kept his voice for one quick, one quick, you know, flyby. Like, blah, 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 blah. You know, I can't swim to something. And it blended right in. So I don't know what the hell they've been using to begin with. But yeah, and he, he operated the mouth. He was the lead puppeteer. And Steve Sleep, who passed away very, very soon after Howard. One of the earlier cases of HIV. So that was, there was no time span back then, you know. Peter Baird, whose father is famous in, I think, puppet making or marionettes or whatever. He was a puppeteer. Lisa Sturz and Mary Wells. You know, so everybody was there, but people, and, and even on the trading cards <laughs> that I signed, Tops paid me to sign 2500 Not once. I signed all 2500 Because Tops is a legitimate, you know, autograph seller. They don't just make copies and there you go. Yeah. Tops and it said on the back, Howard T. Duck, seven midgets in costumes, created, and I was just like, whatever they they paid me over 10 grand so i'm like is it, there's a there's a time when you just say screw it there's certain jobs in in hollywood that i've done that are career promoters uh next to george clooney and oh brother where art thou i did that for like two grand i could care less i'm standing next to george clooney. Screw y'all. you know what i mean Baywatch, no costume you know main character for that episode uh, probably about eighteen hundred, but that was only for this is for the exact for five days. So that was good. If I'm doing costume work and you're not going to see me, and you're probably not going to credit me correctly, you don't even have to tell me that because I know you're not. Then I make the money. Then I have those are my um, those increase my income. They increase my my net worth. Films that are going to advance my career, I don't care about the money. I'm going to get to the next step. And until I until I get a chance. To get another, the next step, I want money. I want lots of money. When I'm financially comfortable, I can do a role. I try to do one film a year for free. Back then, when I, I'm retired now, but I did one film a year for free. And, but I had strict rules. You had to be a first-time director. You know, uh, you can't be a warden. You're not, you can't be a Lucas or Spielberg. <laughs> you know, you got, you know, like you guys, you kids got together and got to do an actual movie, not just a, a BS thing but it's, it's going to be on youtube and you're going to try to take it to the festivals you know you're serious then i would do it were you a fan of like howard the duck comics and it's kind of a boring one to end on but <laughs> probably never, never heard of it i never heard of howard the duck i was not a comic book person and if, even if i was i would probably guessing i'd be a probably a dc comic oh yeah only because batman and what is it superman superman yeah. So, you know, I mean, I'm just saying, I said probably because I don't know, you know. But, you know, being growing up, you know, being raised in Michigan, you know, men had to be men and girls had to be men. And, <laughs> you know, I grew up at a time where 
boys played with trucks and girls played with dolls and blah, 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 blah. So, you know, DC Superman and Batman and, you know, I I just probably would have been. I don't know. I'm just guessing, but never knew who Howard the Duck was ever. Yeah. And it was was cool because my driver on Howard the Duck, he bought me every Howard the Duck first season, whatever you call it, first year or whatever. All episodes, I think there were 20 something. I don't know how, how often do you know, comics come out weekly or monthly or whatever. Monthly. Yeah. And he bought me, he, this was 1985, and he bought me the original 1977s. Oh, man, those are so good. He traveled, he traveled all around the San Francisco Bay Area. And anytime we stopped to shoot someplace, he looked for a, a comic book shop, and eventually he brought them all to me. And then in 1986, they broke into my home in Palm Springs, and they took only certain comics. That's what pissed me off. You know, take them all if you're going to do anything, you know? Yeah. And then they took my mo- my mother's wedding ring, which would not fit your pinky. So what What the hell was it for? Anybody, you know what I'm saying? If it was that small of a ring, it'd have to be a fake knife. You know, come on. You know, they wouldn't know my mother was a little person, you know? Oh, so much. I collect um, old currency, but American. I'm not into foreign. Some foreign, but mostly American. And they were in those plastic containers, almost like glass, you know, really? So you can't. Touch them, and I had like a five dollar bill from the twenties or whatever. And oh, that's cool. Original two dollar bills. I had a, a, a link, a Confederate five dollar bill, which is twice the size of a real five dollar bill, and well, real not the current ones, and tons of one dollar bills. And they looked like money to them, so they took it. And they broke the glass open and took out the nickel, dime, quarter, penny. You know, and to them that was thirty five cents. And I was like, oh. and then. I don't know when this law was, but they said um, I couldn't charge the children because they're underage. I'd have to go after their parents. And they live in a motorhome with no, not a motorhome, live in a mobile home with no electricity, no indoor plumbing. Jesus. I got a shot at getting a dollar from that one, you know? But hey, take it and, you know, that karma will take care of it. Yeah. I'm an atheist, but I believe in karma. Karma is a different energy. Karma is just a watch, you know, live right. You know, you live right, you get right. So I did. I did good. A 24-year career. Got a 17-year marriage. You know? It's not bad. You know, got terminal lung disease. Don't know what that, well, that came into play, but hey. Uh, well, I think that's was, probably... Yeah. Well, I mean, thank you for talking to us. Well, thank you for knowing, noticing me and finding out, <laughs> you know, who the hell are Who? No. Is he alive still? Um... <laughs> I'll wrap up. We're we're going on hour and forty hour and minutes, a half. Thirty-five minutes. I do have to wrap this up, I guess. <laughs> Which sucks, but no, you just have to stop recording. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I gotta, I gotta, I gotta act like I'm done. So, thank right. you so much for talking to us, and we're wow. we're thank you for I mean, having me. obviously big fans of all your work. Yeah, this. I'm really glad we got to talk. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Like talking. To Howard... I never thought that something like this would happen. I didn't ever. think I was gonna talk to Howard the Duck, but you know that's <laughs> that's what life's made of crazy stuff. So oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, we'll leave links to your to your Facebook page and everything in the description. Okay, yeah, the yeah. the fan the fan page. I always respond. Yeah, and you know that. So. <laughs> well, yeah. No, thank you so much, and everybody, come back next week. We're talking about Hulk, I think. Yeah, it's gonna be so Hulk. Enjoy that. And... Uh, yeah, see that was that was me in costume and they blew it up. <laughs> You're Lou Freak, no too. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? Uh, I've I've met I've met Lou and at the conventions they everybody says he's very unpleasant. You know, he's not he's not a bad person, but he's like on his phone the whole time. That's sucks. People walk That's people walk by and he just he's on the phone, you know, and then people walk by with me. If I see people walk by, I'm like, come on over, take a look, you know, <laughs> free to look, you know. And then they'll tell us, oh, you know, I thought maybe you were the writer or the director. How many midget writers and directors do you know? <laughs> I'm sitting here, you think I wrote all these movies? I wouldn't be here. <laughs> yeah, we're, here because, we're here because I have a table full of flops. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. now we laugh. Now Fun flops. Fun flops. I love it. I love them. Well, I, I used to say, do you remember um, the redhead girl? Uh, she said she's a D-list actor. Actress. Yeah, she, she's on. She's long red hair, and she, so, she said she's, you know, she's the most famous D-list actress. 
I used to say, no, 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 she's not the D-list. I'm the authentic D-list actor. My first movie, I was a duck. (laughs) My second second movie, I was a dink. Third movie, I was a doll. And then forgetting the order now. And, you know, another doll, another doll, a girl doll, which is Chucky and Drag. No, Dolly Dearest. (laughs) Um, A dummy, which is, you know, Ventriloquist dummy. Um, A dog, if I didn't say that. Mom and Dad saved the world. Um, Yeah, dolls, dinks, dogs, dwarves. And so my whole career started off to be D's. (laughs) Well, I think they're A's. (laughs) This is why I. This is Jesus. Yeah, this is game, why I, I'm. I'm just supposed to edit. <laughs> they. They are a hot mess. Okay. <laughs> oh, and can uh, you say, I, I. I owe a friend a favor. So, uh, is there any way I could get you to say "grab that gem"? That's all you guys. Hey, what's that mean? It's not a trap. It's for another podcast that they, they. That it's a catchphrase, and I think it'd be cool if I could get Howard the Duck to say it. <laughs> okay, uh, but what does that mean? Yeah, uh, it's it's a reference to like infinity stones, like it's a, the gem, and then you, you grab it, you get power, or whatever. <laughs> We're not. It's not, nerds. A, it's not a trap. I promise, it's not a trap. No, I know that, but I just I love geek. You have geeky friends. I love that. Love yeah. it. So, Annie, this is really for Gabe, isn't it? Yeah. This, this friend, I got this friend. Anyway, so what do I say? Grab. Say it again. Grab that gem. Okay, now am I saying it to a person? Uh, you can you can just say it. <laughs> you can just say grab that gem. I think they'll love it. Okay, Gabe. No. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for having me. Had a wonderful time. And remember, grab that gem. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. That's incredible. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna stop recording, but we we can still talk. Okay.